1: This is the Wesson Walker Show, Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Hit us up on the Garage Door Guru text line 704-570-9610. Oh, Oh yeah. Let's go. Hit up those socials. Hit the follow button on Wesson Walker on Twitter, WFNZ's Twitter, WFNZ Instagram. Walker. I got one from Mike from Mooresville. Okay. He's not happy with your fire fizzle, West. Okay, what'd he say?
2: Here's what he said. Wes, that was a weak, biased take of fire and fizzle being a Niner fan. I get <laughs> why you dump on the Cowboys, but the Steelers, they've never done you wrong. And you know they have a classic look that you would enjoy. You might even own a black and yellow pair of Jordans. Submitting my appeal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How much is he right there? Actually, uh well, the Steelers, the thing that 49er fans don't like about the Steelers is that they hold over everybody's head, the Super Bowls, and so that's where the beef comes with <laughs> Niner Gang and the Steelers, is the Super Bowls. So there's the beef. Now, my, black and yellow, that is a dope you know. color stand, color way, and I mm-hmm. have uh, had a pair of black and yellow jays, and that is one of my favorite color schemes. So, so he was uh, right about that. There's
2: truth there. Um, how about all American geologists writing in? Oh. The last one, so there's a couple texts today, he said... Uh, in honor of Willie P's birthday, big shout to Willie P for his birthday. He said, how about a contest? or oh, There's something else, but he did, he did just say at the end of that text, first geologist to text in. And so he also texted it into our show, and he said the best 49er uniform colors are UNC Charlotte's green
1: for the money, gold for the honey. Well, you got to win some ball games first before you can start talking that kind of talk. But, uh, no, it's I'm cheering okay. for Coach Pogey. I'm cheering for him. Hey, hey, you, you
2: rock on, geologist. That is a great text that you <laughs> rolled it, wrote in.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. And so, uh, <laughs> Charlotte FC though, Major League Soccer is now in season, and the WFNZ Jack Daniels Doghouse is open for business. The doghouse doors will open up three hours before every home match, so stop by and get ready for kickoff with some of your favorite friends. Join us for the pregame and postgame parties at the Jack Daniels Doghouse. Coming to you live from the Audi Charlotte studio and brought to you by Jack Daniels, Pepsi, and powered by the Garage Door Guru text line only from Sports Radio 927 WFNZ, the exclusive home of the Charlotte Sports Fan and As we jump into this, can I get that Sam – I mean, not the Sam. Can I get that Cam Newton uh, soundbite that you played just a little bit ago? I love that one. And that will lead us right into our topic of debate. We know the Queen City loves to talk about Cam Newton. Tell me how these
3: randoms keep getting jobs.
1: All right, he's back, folks. Cam has <laughs> come back with his list of quarterbacks that he would back up, and it's got everybody all up in arms. It's been the talk of sports today. So, for those who don't know, Cam has put out a list of the quarterbacks that he deems worthy enough, or I guess the franchises he deems worthy enough, to back up. That included Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, Lamar in Baltimore, Justin Fields in Chicago, soon-to-be New York Jets' Aaron Rodgers. He said he would back him up. Sam Howell from Washington, Jalen Hurts, Philly, Josh Allen, Buffalo and CJ Stroud, Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson, which leads us down the path of, for one, what do we make of this? And did can give us an Easter egg that he would welcome back a return trip to play for the Panthers because he said that he would back up any one of these quarterbacks and one of them would be or is going to be a Panther so is he letting us know that he would love to come back and play in the Queen City I mean one of them
2: is going to be playing for the Carolina Panthers if you name all of the rookies except for Will Levis I don't think Will Levis (laughs) is going to be the take or the pick for Carolina number one so maybe he is revealing that which we've talked about that before I don't want to bring Cam back for a third time. Uh Just it's over and done with he's, he and Julius Peppers are my favorite players. Yeah, I, I love those guys. But Cam Newton, I just don't want to bring That's him back the for a third once time. Once
1: love, y'all had a great love affair. You tried it again, but the third time you said no. Nah, yes, were just it, not good for. In the
2: relationship analogy, I look back on that relationship fondly, even after the second stint that didn't work out in the long run. Yeah. At the same time, I'm not trying to bring him back. I will say, at least Cam Newton is coming out after we had all of this reaction of is he willing to be a backup QB. Because that was the one thing Cam Newton at least had to answer was, okay, we know that he is, he thinks he is a top 32 QB in the NFL, which means quite literally you are a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. And so does he want to be a backup? When he does the Auburn Pro Day, we know there was a team reportedly specifically there to see what Cam Newton could provide. And so the question is, would he be accepting to a backup quarterback job? Well, he gave you 10. So I don't know if he's in a position to where he can pick and choose. What team he wants to play for? I guess he is if he doesn't want to go get that money, right? I mean, if, if he wants to be in the NFL badly enough, then maybe he would have to change his list here to encompass more NFL teams. Because you're talking about a third, okay? You got 10 teams here. And a lot of them, he's kind of going with the mentor role. I don't know if Ron Rivera would do that with Sam Howell, who is on the list. I don't know what team would take a chance on him. But at least Cam is telling you, I would accept any of these backup roles.
1: Now, let's let's hear Cam say this. Because we want to hear the tone because, you know, it Cam man, you know, he gets accused of being arrogant and in different situations being a bit presumptuous. So let's hear from Cam first and then dissect more.
3: There ain't 32 guys. That's better than me. But I also know that I could also be a backup and I'm willing to be a backup players that I will back up. Number one. I'll back up Deshaun Watson. My number two person will be wherever Lamar Jackson decides to go. Uh, number three will be Justin Fields. Number four will be Tua Tonga-Baloa. Number five will be Malik Willis. Any of these rookie quarterbacks, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson. <laughs> Any one of those guys, I will be happy to back those guys up. And number seven, Jalen Hurts. Number eight would be Aaron Rodgers. Number nine would be Josh Allen and number ten would be Sam Howell. All
1: right. After Did you we heard that, anything about that list, by the way, just just throwing it out there too. Okay. I want to get to that. After we heard that <laughs> after we heard that jazzy, jazzy take by Cam. I almost wanted to, you know, I felt like I needed a drink in my hand, some brown liquor. Sophisticated. Yeah. Like Malik Willis also uh included in that as well which was very perplexing to me. But for one, I'm going to ask you before you give your take and the info that you took from that. Do you think Cam is being arrogant here to say a guy that is out of the league and what we saw from him the last time he was in the league to be able to pick and choose kind of where he would go? Shouldn't he be willing to go anywhere?
2: He can do whatever he wants, to be honest. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's arrogance that he thinks he's a top 32 QB. And if it is arrogance, then it's the kind of confidence that you want with any of the QBs that come into your system. You want somebody that can come in in an unexpected role, right? Where, okay, you're going to be the backup quarterback. Somebody goes down in the fifth game of the NFL season could go down at any time. You got to be ready and confident enough in your ability to take that team down the field and score as many times as possible. So cam has the confidence and you love to see it. So I don't, if, if it is arrogance, it's not a problem, okay. right? It's not anything different than I want from all my other backup quarterbacks out there in the NFL. So it doesn't matter to me, even with these guys that he's choosing, I think he is choosing a lot of the younger QBs that are in there in the NFL draft. Now, I mean, did he mention more than 10, by the way, and then just get lost on the counter? Did I have that right? Because I think I counted more than 10 because I think he went, he he started to go down the list. And then he said, okay, seven. And I was already at like eight or nine. So I think he mentioned more, but Wes, a lot of black quarterbacks out there that he listed first. Mm -hmm. The first, what seven or eight, I'm all confused. But that's what he mentioned early, and then it was Aaron Rodgers, it was Josh Allen, it was also Sam Howell that we heard a little after, and he definitely had a divide, okay? Here's all my young quarterbacks, here's all my black quarterbacks that I would back up, and then here are the next guys right after that. So Cam Newton, baby. You
1: know, not exactly being camouflaged with his takes yeah. on what he would be accepting of. That's that's nice. I like that one, man. So, yeah, I think, though, that for Cam, in my opinion, I just think that that's a bit much by him because I feel like if you're out of league and you – didn't leave out on your sword, so to speak, as far as being a uh, just going out, being a baller, being ultra productive. Now, obviously, he wouldn't be in this position. But just from what we saw of him, I just don't really think he's in a position to be like, oh, I'd I'd come back and do it for this guy, this guy, this guy. I mean, if you really want to get back in the league, you have to be open to pretty much anything. If if that's his end all be all,
2: if that's his end all be all for sure, I'm with you. He's going to have to open it up can we do just like a really mini game real quick? Can we play that soundbite again okay. and see how many QBs he mentions? I'm going to try to keep up and everybody else at home or in their car can keep up while being oh man, safe man, I don't have well. anybody wrecking. Being safe, being safe. That is the caveat. Let's hear the soundbite again and see how many quarterbacks that he mentions.
3: There ain't 32 guys that's better than me. But I also know that I could also be a backup. And I'm willing to be a backup. Players that I would back up. Number one, I'll back up Deshaun Watson. My number two person will be wherever Lamar Jackson decides to go. Uh, number three will be Justin Fields. Number four will be Tua Tonga Number five will be Malik Willis. Any of these rookie quarterbacks, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson. <laughs> Any one of those guys, I will be happy to back those guys up. And number seven, Jalen Hurts. Number, seven. number eight would be Aaron Rodgers number nine would be Josh Allen and number 10 will be Sam Howell okay we got more than 10, right?
2: How many did you count? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I had 12, too. We have 12. Yes. Now, the thing is, I guess I guess he's saying any of the rookie QBs, wherever they go, if they start, and maybe he encompassed that all in one. But as he was counting, and then he went back to when he mentioned the number seven, I was like, wait, I'm already done. This is like when West was giving us the blind resume, and I had zero clue who should win ACC <laughs> Player of the Year. That's how, That was my reaction. What did you think, Betty
4: Um... Wes, I I think I know what we need in our life now. What is that? We need Aaron Rodgers in New York with Cam Newton as his backup. that'd be great. Because that would be the greatest, most arrogant, most confident (laughs) quarterback room in the history of the league. There would be. In that market? Oh, man. That
1: loses and
2: stuff blows up in their face. Aaron Rodgers and Cam Newton in the same quarterback room would be excellent. We need that, right? 100%. I would love to see it. And Aaron Rodgers, I think he would lead that team to more victories, but then also Cam Newton being on the sideline. I'd love to see if Aaron Rodgers starts to have, like, the first half he did with this Green Bay team this past season. Mm -hmm. Do we get any sort of QB controversy? That would be fantastic.
1: Yeah, that would be great. So now when we talk about Cam no, continuing on, you know, his shadow still looms large in the Queen City prime cam, I would say. The prime cam shadow. That could mm-hmm. be a thing. So, do we feel like the comparisons for the number one pick and cam and what he did during his tenure are inevitable and are going to stick with this pick as long as they are in a Panthers uniform? This is fascinating
2: to me because, yes, everybody goes with comparisons. And what we're going to see, whether you have it just as the rookie season or as we get deeper into this number one overall picks career, you are going to have the Cam Newton comparisons. There's going to be a fan base. There's going to be that portion that tells you we shouldn't compare that comparisons are evil. And that is the thing that actually produces some disappointment because they're not living up to the Cam Newton hype. This number one overall pick might not have an MVP, probably not going to get an MVP within the first four years, five years of their NFL career. It's going to be really hard to do. This number one overall pick might not lead this team to the Super Bowl in the first four or five years of their career because that is also really hard to do. But then when you start to go with Cam Newton throwing for 4,000 yards his rookie season, never doing it again, but also providing a lot of a lot of skill with his rushing ability, being one of the best red zone threats of all time with that kind of ability and then C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, whoever that number one pick is, especially with Anthony Richardson, we're going to try to do that because of the rushing ability, the SEC prowess, the physical tools. We're going to try to make these comparisons, and I'm really interested just to see how ready the Panthers fan base is for this and how much that's going to loom over whatever the number one overall pick is because pressure's a real thing. I I just want to know how large it's going to be, and I think there has to be even some level of success for this QB, right? Like, if you come in and you're immediately a bust. People will compare that oh it didn't go the way it did in 2011 mm-hmm. and you know okay. But if they start pretty well and you're a pretty good QB, that's when everybody's going to be like, "Well, is he better than Cam?" There's going to be it's going to be free content for radio shows like us. Yeah. I apologize if we offend you by doing this whole thing 2-3 years from now. I apologize because that might be the thing we do, but there's going to be a lot of articles out there. There's going to be podcasts talking about it. It's going to be very interesting to see some of those comparisons that are going to be on the horizon once we get two, three years down the road.
1: Yeah, I think that for Anthony Richardson, it's going to be pretty much a a breath-by-breath basis because when you talk about people talking about it at the games, after the games, before the games, that night, People aren't going to be able to talk about Anthony Richardson without being able to talk about Cam Newton. With the other guys, I think it's more in theory. Like it's going to be because their styles are so different. So I think that it's going to be more of the overarching number one pick versus number one pick. Well, the last time the Panthers had the number one pick, uh, they picked this guy, and this is what he did. I think that's going to be that. But as far as Anthony Richardson, the throws, the runs, the style, everything people think if he is the pick – that he is basically a Cam Newton clone. And I think he's the one that's not going to be able to escape it the most. I think the other two, it'll just be more of a historical, uh, overarching comparison when you talk about Cam Newton.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. They're going to come. And look, this is what we do in sports all the time. Sometimes it's a little unfair, but it's going to happen. And I just wonder if it gets so much to the point or it gets so bad to where the number one overall pick has to deal with that kind of With that kind of criticism. It's not like filling the shoes for Brett Favre. Okay? It's not that in which Aaron Rodgers had to do. It's not like Steve Young coming in. And having to fill the shoes of Joe Montana. But you're right. Cam Newton is very loved here in the Queen City. He did bring a Super Bowl appearance. He did bring. Think of MVPs, man. Those are really, really hard to win. They are. And Carolina has an MVP award within its history now. Which is crazy. So, Still a successful career here in Carolina that everybody loves. And plus he was one of one, if you will, at that time. Since then we've started to see that kind of body be successful. Josh Allen bigger. I'm not making the crazy comparisons, please. I'm just saying a little bit closer. Justin Fields, a little bit closer in comparison to a style of being physical, being big, also being crazy athletic, having the ability to throw. There was nobody even close to Cam as soon as he entered the league. Not six five, two fifty. Runs like a, what, four five four six. We hadn't seen that before. You're starting to get closer to that now. And I think even being the first to that type of QB, that's what also provides a lot of love for him in the Queen City.
1: Yeah, that top pick he's going to have to be ready for because it's going to come regardless of what they do. So when we return on the Weston Walker Show, we're going to talk about the Hornets, the CBA, how will it affect them on the Weston Walker Show Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ.
2: Just learned about an elaborate plan to prank me on April Fools from Fitty, And I'm a little scared, to be honest with you, because it seems like you went through all the stops to try to make this thing happen. And where did it all go wrong? Eventually, it sounded like this thing was going to happen. We don't have to really go with the whole plan because it might be weird now. But it does seem like you were about to set up this joke where you had to tell multiple parties for me to be able to believe this where did it all unravel as far as you being able to carry this thing out?
4: Hoggard being at the final four in Houston was probably like the nail in the coffin. Cause I'd run it by him. He was in on it. I even ran it by the boss man. Jeff was like, once I had to kind of explain it to him, this is what I want to do. Yeah. He was even like, okay. And then like, I came in Thursday and I was like, I was like, Oh crap. Houston or, or Hoggard's down in Houston. Now we can't pull this off. And, uh, You got off scot free, but next year, oh, next year, I'm going to get you, baby. All right. That was a little freaky, what you just said, but all of this
2: is very scary. Even the fact that Jeff decided to go in cahoots with you, Uh, my boss man and you, (laughs) two parties at the end of the spectrum. I did not see meeting in the middle of the Venn diagram. And yet here we are, where it looks like you would have been able to pull this off. And just for the sake of listeners understanding what we're talking about here, basically the joke was me having to work every single night okay so that that was essentially the gist of the prank where everybody would be going with this breaking news that would announce me being the voice of something and i would have to do it every single night which the more you think about it i mean that's brutal to come in do the show and then every single night have to also just get zero breaks that would have been really tough that so, would have been yeah fitty if you would have gotten that right if you would have been able to get all of that planned out accordingly, I don't know how I would have reacted. And I'm glad I didn't find out. (laughs) 704-570-9610. You can text in to the Garage Door Guru text line. A lot of people talking about Cam. But really, I I wanted to go back to your master's update because we haven't had a a couple of segments for us to make fun of this. But when you were giving us your master's update, you said Seamus was... (laughs) It to the top of the leaderboard. It's like, wait, Seamus? Who's Seamus? I think you mean Seamus probably. He's like, what do you mean? S-E-A-M-U-S? What, what are you talking about? How, is that, how does that make a shuh sound? I was like, well, Sean. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, if that is the case, then it's Seamus from Down Under, which Down Under is Australia, and Seamus, indeed,
1: is from Ireland.
2: It is. And so people were making fun of you. Good old Seamus from Down Under, mate. <laughs>
1: There's a wrestler at WWE named Sheamus, and they definitely go hard with the Irish vibe. So that, you know what? My buddy in college used to
2: watch at that time, so mm-hmm. he would have been prominent around, what, like maybe 2011 through 2015? He's still popping now. Okay, so isn't he the no, no, no guy? Yes, yes, yes. No, no, you're thinking
1: about Daniel Bryan. That, okay, I don't yeah, know who yeah. I'm thinking yeah. of. And but it he, was never a no, no, no. What was it? It was <laughs> just yes, 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 yes. But no, yes. he would say, he. I thought there was a back and forth
2: between the fans, because wasn't he a little Healy?
1: Uh, they kind of flipped them back and forth.
2: That's what I'm saying. didn't yeah. they? I, I don't ever remember him doing no,
1: no, no. You bro. need to get your WrestleMania knowledge back. <laughs> I'm going to look that up because okay. I don't ever remember. Yeah,
2: no, because no. I always thought it was honestly, Wes, look, and I, and I would say it here, even if our truth was, I promise. I know that's a big thing for you. Yeah. That was some of the stupidest stuff I've seen Yeah, with the fans going, no, 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 no. And he's going, yes, yes, yes. Or vice versa. I was like, what is this? There are some cool stuff they'll carry out. Like (laughs) R-Truth doing the flips and stuff, I'm with it. I'm going to respect it. I'm not going to tune in, make an appointment television. But that stuff actively made me turn off the television.
1: I did like the yes,
2: yes, yes. though. How do you love. like it's just Because when life. you have the whole arena doing it, it's, it's pretty lit. But they're, like, making fun of this guy. They're all just, like, pointing at him and laughing. At least, I don't know, whatever episode that I saw. It was one of the <laughs> weirdest things I've seen. It was, it was very weird. Maybe people can help he's, us out. But
1: that guy is widely regarded as, like, a world-class wrestler, though. Like, as far as the craft is concerned, uh-huh. like he's regarded as one of the best of the best. Daniel Bryan? Yeah, he's the guy's one of the best. He's married to one of the Bella twins. I don't know who they are either. Oh, yeah, I figured Fiddy would know that. I figured
2: Fiddy would know that. <laughs> yeah. Fiddy hates wrestling and even he was like,
4: yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. the Bella Twins I'm for real. I know for about real. Them. Yeah. They're very active on social media. Yeah. Okay, that's a little
2: that's a little creepy.
4: Um interesting They're there.
2: They're on Twitter and Instagram. No, I know, just no, the way that you put it out there. No, fair. Fair enough. You know who the Bella Twins yeah, they are. They have two
1: babies together.
2: Is that right? Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. Um, also, the other thing, too, I mean, I know talk sports guy is going to get mad at us. Yeah. I Also, wanted to go to something else because we've had a, a lot of these fun things during the break. So it was my girlfriend's birthday yesterday. Shout out, baby. Happy birthday. And we went out to dinner and I told Fiddy's like, OK, where'd you go? Went to Pepper Vine yesterday. Okay. Great restaurant. I never even heard of this place. Yeah, I didn't either, really. Yeah. And then I was doing my research and then I found out it was in South Park. Really cool vibe. Awesome place. And then I'll go ahead and tell y'all what I spent. Okay. It was a little bit weird, but Fitty kept asking me and I felt pressured. So I let him know. I spent $250 including tip. Okay. And so what we did was we got a couple of entrees because one of the appetizers was close to an entree price. We were like, Hey, can we just get another entree? And so sure we got that. So we got the salmon as kind of an appetizer for us as well. Yeah. We ate a decent amount. We got a couple of drinks. And then it ended up being two fifty, all encompassing. No dessert, fish, homie. No dessert. We thought about it, but I'm I'm kind of happy. I was on our birthday, she didn't want some type of dessert. She's not a big sweet person. She doesn't like cake. Uh, now that's me. I usually like desserts. Yeah. But like I'm like. I'm the one that usually wants dessert, but she just wanted to go home. Or I, mean, I wanted to go home too. I was sweating about the money to get did. a little bit more of I wanna hear,
1: is oh. that too much? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Ugh. Oh. Hey, yeah, baby, don't worry about that dessert. Yeah, we yeah, don't yeah, need to no. have it. Do you want to go home? Shoot, you, you, girl, you, got some, you got some wine at home right. if you want to drink some wine. <laughs>
2: that's totally
1: fine. So tell
2: me I don't think it's too much, but Fitty was taken aback by that. What say you as one that might have gone out on a few dates? Oh here, yeah. But, like yeah. when my
1: girl took me to Prime 112 in Miami, man, that place was expensive and we went kinda light. Like, like, I got a, a, a burger there and it was like two or around. It was a little under that. But, yeah, okay. but I've taken her to steakhouses and stuff like that. We've talked about this before on the yeah. show, man. Yeah, you're going to spend, especially when you bring drinks into the equation. Yeah. Yeah, a part of it. That, that's on par. And it's her birthday. It is. And I I'm sure you, you guys don't do that all the time.
2: Obviously, you know it's coming. So you got to save up as
1: well. Isn't yeah. it crazy, though, when you think about the fact that there are people who eat like that every day? Like, they go eat at these places. They're the regulars at places here. like yeah. this. The
2: people that I saw here looked like those i <laughs> like, of
1: they're regulars. Uh huh. 100%. What
2: did you wear? I just wore a button up shirt. And long pants? I mean,
1: long pants. <laughs> yeah. Instead of the shorts that you wear every single day yeah. of your life. But, Finny, <laughs> do you ever see yourself taking a woman to a meal where you have to spend that much money?
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm not against it because I've got fat stacks like Slim does. I don't yeah. know if I'm going to throw them down like that. I don't that, have them anymore. I just spent it all. I think the most I've ever spent was like maybe, it was maybe 150 It's
1: a decent amount. You know, and how much was the transaction that you had to pay her when the date was over? Wow. That's wow. an amazing insult, and I appreciate you bringing <laughs> I, that to the Airways. I had that one lined that up, buddy. So as soon As you said, I had that lined up. Damn, I was either, either going to do it for the how much you would pay or how much you have paid. <laughs> it
2: would be great if you would have answered that, too.
1: Oh, it was only this much. You're right. I 400. Well, oh, I, mean,
4: I mean, y'all know how much I would pay. Two grand. Wink, wink. <laughs>
2: Definite inside joke. Oh yeah, that's too that's too much. Rowdy wrote in that explains Fitty single status. Uh, Seven oh four gave me a suggestion. Dean's downtown, or he just said this. And Dean's downtown cost him five hundred and fifty dollars last weekend. Oh
1: my god! I've what never approached get? that. I've never approached that. He's two, getting he's getting to the bag. Five fifty. You getting to the
2: bag? Yes, I've done I've done this type of like three hundred is the most I've spent. It's it's wow. a annual thing. It is not something like we are balling every single yeah. weekend. So three
1: hundred. What'd you do? Like a bottle of wine? No, not a bottle.
2: So I got I got a couple drinks, and she got like I got. They're known for their mar- margaritas. There, it's spicy. Okay. So I definitely needed to try that. So I yeah. got one. She got wine. She's a, you know red wine drinker. Was this a steakhouse?
1: No, it's like um, I don't know, it's just. It's cuz I want to know what you ate to spend that much. Okay,
2: so I got so I got lobster bolognese was about 35
1: bucks. Oh, I'm talking about the place you said you spent 300, the place oh, you spent the most on.
2: We went to Dresslers, okay? Dresslers is fantastic and that was a steakhouse. Yeah. Yes. So that and that's over there so you like, got like Metropolitan area. Steak or
1: something like
2: that. It was I mean, we got a lot. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was – I mean, yeah, we got – I can't remember. If it was you a, get like a lot of food ago.
1: and you spend that much time with that, that's one of my main gripes sometimes with finer establishments. If I'm going to pay that much, I want to be full when I leave. Oh, yeah, and I was for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At least – yeah, I want that foofy foofy.
2: Uh-huh. Um, 704 said the tomahawk ribeye at Dean's downtown. Oh, yeah, you're a $250. $250.
4: I've never had a tomahawk, but it I is had. on my – it's on my meat-eating list.
2: Mm-hmm. I've it's, had that. Sounds good. It was it 250 250 uh it
1: was 100. Okay.
2: So, I mean, still a when lot. When I went of money. to
1: Brooklyn for an ACC tournament,
2: yeah, 704 said Tomahawk I was 250, and it was all caps fire. I hope so. Like it better if, be. if if you want to spend that kind of money on it, then I hope it is. And but I'm for it. I mean, go ahead and live a little bit as long as you don't do it to where it's a problem financially for you, all cool there. And then this is where Oh yeah. Okay, 704. This one wins. 704 said they went to stake 48. And it was an eight hundred and fifty dollar bill for the three of them. Jesus! So I guess you're talking mm-hmm. about close to three hundred right there. They're getting to the bag. I mean, I guess that's you know, if you start to split that up a there's, little bit more.
1: There's a steak at Prime One Twelve in Miami, though. Actually, I had to look it up just to, mm-hmm. to I couldn't remember it right offhand. It's two hundred and thirty dollars. How big is it? It's a. Uh, it says it's, uh, it's thirty five dollars per ounce. It's a sixteen ounce ribeye. It's Japanese A five Kobe. Meathead
2: wrote in that Fleming's downtown <laughs> has a uh, two to $300 is what you're going to spend when you go to Fleming's, but it's fantastic food. I've
1: been to Fleming's. Before.
2: Yeah. Whew, I've got, so there's a couple stories at steakhouses that I'm going to bring to the table. So one time my dad got me Charlotte Bobcats tickets for when Allen Iverson had just been traded to the Detroit Pistons and he got them, you know, he got them very low to the court, like fourth, fifth row. So we were excited. I was like, you know, 12 years old, 13 years old, something like that. So my mom took me and a couple of my friends. We were trying to figure out where exactly we should go. We were looking for like a sports bar type of stuff to eat before we went to the Bobcats game. And we walked into Flemings with our hat backwards, with our sports, with our sports shirts on, whatever, like go Bobcats. Yeah, 100%. And we go (laughs) into Flemings and they all look at us like we need to get changed. But my mom, as I mentioned two days ago, is absolutely not one to be trifled with. And so we walked in there, a lady came to us and said, I'm sorry, you're going to have to take your hats off and exit the restaurant. And my mom said, y'all leave. I need to talk to this woman real quickly. (laughs) And boy, I looked to the window, my buddies did too, and she was letting her have it. And we went over to Blackfin instead. And I'm afraid to go into Flemings ever since. How are
1: you going to tell me I got to take off my hat and leave?
2: Like I get it, but she told us and she was not about to have her babies be talked to like that. Mm. So that's one. Yeah. My mom... Fleming's, not anymore. <laughs> not going back to that place. Uh, Michael, the 49er fan. Yeah, he said, go to the Crunkleton on Tuesday or maybe a Wednesday. They can do half price tomahawks, normally 150 You can get the steak Ooh, for 75 So okay. now You can get them for 75 Don't if you go crunk. to the Crunkleton. Only, <laughs> I do want to get <laughs> crunk. Only the steak, so you have to
1: order your side separately. So you're talking about over 100 bucks. But probably. a tomahawk, I mean, I will tell you, it is a lot of beef. I'll tell you that.
4: You've seen my stomach, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
1: lot. I had to fight to get through it. And luckily, at the place I was at, that was in, I think we were in Manhattan. And the fries weren't that great, so I didn't end up eating a ton of sides with the steak. So I was able to finish it, but it's a lot.
2: Um, I've I've completed a steak challenge before.
1: Oh! I
2: did. Okay. How big? So... My dad, I went down to, uh, my dad again. I went down to, uh, my dad was at a job convention in Orlando. Mm-hmm. So I went down there. We went to Shula Steakhouse, and they had the 40.
1: I remember this. Yeah,
2: they had the 48-ounce steak challenge. And I completed it, even went with the lobster mac afterwards. I used to be able to you eat it. You got it free? Uh, no.
1: Wasn't that the thing? Like, no,
2: if you completed no, it? No, you didn't get it for free. You just got, like, this little lame plaque or whatever. But, <laughs> hell yeah, I wanted to be able to conquer it, and so I did. And it was it was shoeless stake, so it's not like some, you know, something on the side of the road where it's not yeah. the, the best in the world.
1: I remember when um, Hutchinson's uh, son came out, because uh, I, I wanted to say Steve, but Steve was the dad, but the one that played for Detroit that was nasty. No, no, no the, the offensive <laughs> lineman. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. He played for Michigan. But anyway, when he got drafted, I'll look it up. But when he got drafted, he said that he did that because he said he liked it cold in the center. And I uh-huh. said, I said, you an animal. You're talking about like Jake Long? Oh, I'm going a, I'm to a find it for you. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the Michigan offensive lineman that
2: was drafted out there. Have you ever completed a food challenge before, Fitty? And if so, do you think you could complete one of those big ones like that?
4: Yeah, I ate that nasty milkshake I had to eat when I lost that bet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you were begging not to complete all of it.
4: There is one because my family, we used to watch man versus food religiously during yes. the weeks. And so, Same. like, there's ones that I want to go try. Like, there's a place in Pittsburgh that has, like, what they claim to be the hottest chicken wing. Uh, in, oh, in, yeah. In, I'm good on that. Yeah. Oh. You know, in, in North America, I would love to do, like, some of the breakfast stuff because, dude, I can chow down on, you know, a lot of eggs. I love pancakes. You can throw in some bacon and some sausage. We need to do this. We need to find a restaurant locally where we all go and try a challenge.
2: What about Waffle House? Fine dining there. We could go there and do the. Do the All-Star Special Challenge, maybe how many you can eat?
4: I'm down.
1: Not, <laughs> you looked at me very seriously.
4: I haven't had an All-Star Special in like four years. Like I mean, I need I need one of these in my life anyway.
1: But the thing about Man Vs. Food, he would break down the the different foods that he was eating and how you have to go about the challenge. Because like when Fiddy said the breakfast challenge, but he was like, you got to eat uh, the eggs quick enough so they don't go cold and yeah. the starch oh, yeah. from the pancakes and – Different stuff like that. He was a strategist, no doubt. Because he did a challenge at the place in well it used to be in the epicenter that's no longer here with us, but uh. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. There there were some impossible challenges on that show.
2: Mm-hmm. There that had zero completions there. And he tried it and didn't even get close. You have to think how in the world did any of them complete any of those challenges if it even still exists.
4: The yeah. thing is, is he's now lost so much weight that he's now like a healthy guy.
1: I've never, I haven't seen him. That's one of the that.
4: reasons he had to quit
1: the show, man. Because if you notice when you watched it, he got bigger and bigger. I'm sure he did. I'm sure it'd be
2: hard to lose all that weight and be able to eat. Or, I mean, be able to eat all that stuff and then stay fit. What?
1: I couldn't do it. I mean, when you talk about the production schedule and you do it. I mean, if he worked that, because it depends on how you eat when you're not. Doing the show, cause when I used to do my food show, I never did, I never did a challenge. But they would give us like five or six entrees to showcase, and we're eating it. So when you're done with the show, man, yeah. you are like done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but I try not to eat like that off the show as well, so I I could see that. And it was Steve Hutchison for sure in 2001. He's picked by the Seattle Seahawks uh, at. Pick seventeen. You're talking about the Steve Hutchinson. Yeah, Steve Hutchinson. Oh, for okay, some okay, reason, so I thought it was the dad. So,
2: oh, okay. Yeah, their <laughs> no. dad. I was like, no, the Steve Hut like Hall yeah. of Famer Steve Hutchinson for sure. Yeah. All right, let's go to another update on Seamus from Down Under right now with the
4: last Fitty Flash of the day. What's Seamus doing, Fitty? Well, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Go back down to Augusta National where Victor Hovland is still setting the pace. He is 7-under through 15. I'm going to guess that's Hovland, too, by the way. Is it <laughs> Who cares yeah, Hovland? cares? Hovland, Hovland. Just call him Victor with a K. Okay. Xander Shoffley's two shots off the pace. He's 5-under. Shane Lowry, he's 4-under along with John Rahm, Brooks Kepka, and Sam Burns. They're all three-back. Uh, our guy Shima's power. He's still three under. So even though I butchered his name, he's still butchering. Or he's not butchering up mm-hmm. on the golf course. He's down under par. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama. Hmm. He's two under. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. You no, know, he had he had a long ball in this tournament.
4: Um, the defending champion <laughs> Scotty Scheffler. He's two under. Justin Thomas one under. Uncle Phil one under. Hmm. Jordan Spieth one under. And let's go try to find where Tiger is. Rory uh, is even. Has Tiger yes, even where is teed teed all? Tiger, yeah, I'm sure he has. Oh, yeah. yeah no, he was two over at one point. Where Rory. is Mr. Woods? It's ain't good. Oh, no. You're Bubba since five over. Okay, I've, I must have missed him. Okay, we'll, we'll come back. We still have oh, we one got more to, segment. Uh, oh, I found a-
1: him. He is two over through 15. We got to mm-hmm. update Harold Varner, two out of the
4: gas house, gas tone. He is two under through nine.
2: Yeah. Okay, so Harold Varner, off to a nice start. Tiger Woods, not so much. We'll keep you updated on everything regarding the Masters in the last segment of today's show. It's coming up next, Weston Walker, Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Segment on Wes and Walker. We have some food challenges proposed by the listeners on the Garage Door Guru Text line because we started to think about maybe who could win a food challenge between us. You would think it'd be easy to go with Wes, former offensive lineman, had a show about food. This is what he was made for. Okay, like
1: I, I think, think
2: that I, I feel like you and I, Fiddy, we can both eat quite a bit. Wes is gonna be tough to take down, but I feel like it at least we we'd be up for the challenge if we were to be seated by the committee. You know, maybe maybe we can get Shroppy on here, and and so so if you're the committee, Shroppy, and you are going to seed us for a food challenge, what yep. would the seeding be on a what like a sixteen scale? If we want to go with that, just the NCAA tournament committee, what kind of seeds would we all be entering this tournament? Uh, Josh would definitely be the one seed. Josh would be the one seed. Look at him, dude. Wow. Okay,
4: wow, wow, <laughs>
3: wow. Well, well.
4: okay. I mean, I'd like. To, I mean, of all four of us in here, I've got the biggest gut, but in the building, I've got smoke flound mac i've got the fourth biggest
2: (laughs) okay who's it so
4: smoke and flound have the bigger ones than you do is what you said okay i mean the flound looks pregnant in half his shirts Jeez, this is just becoming a mean hey. segment. <laughs> well, I didn't
1: want this. It's to... not good. We don't want a body thing. No. <laughs> I just wanted to see you could eat more food. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, right. you do open yourself up a little I bit guess. for that when you when you do that. I guess.
2: But we're you know we're tall. Wes is the again the dude played D1 football on the line in the trenches, having to eat a eighty two max... NCAA six. Ooh, yeah, man. I mean the dude's got a rating on a video game. Yeah, I do. Thought maybe he could. Get the one seed. I,
1: yeah, may, maybe so. I, and I think that it would be worthy i think it would be worthy I think it would be worthy. all right so i
2: control myself all right so i i would have given you the one seed i don't think any either one of us are like 16 seeds i'd
1: put fitty at walker you're the upset special guy though yeah, yeah you're 12 no but he's a yeah he's an upset I think if you look I'm at Walker eating. and be like, oh, he probably won't eat that much. But from yeah. the stories you tell, I uh,
2: will be honest with you. All. I think you Sadly get busy. mistaken. Sadly. Mistaken. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 12 seed. This is like FAU being the nine. And then you that's see what me I'm in the, saying, final, the
1: four. final
3: four. The final four. This apple's going all the way, baby. <laughs> yeah.
2: 100%. 100%. Let's go to the some of the food challenges proposed. Coward said, how about a $20 Taco Bell challenge? Just got to eat $20 worth of Taco Bell to win. Maybe that's like quickly. Because $20 Taco Bell is nothing. Dude, I could
4: do That's that That's a right lot now. of
2: food, though, depending on what you get. Yeah, but it's cake. It's cake. I knew oh, yeah. it
4: before we got off the Easy air. Easy
1: money. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think you've tried yeah. a
2: couple times to do it on the air. Moose said, go to IHOP or Denny's for all-you-can-eat pancakes. See, I'm going to be a legitimate like 15 seed. Can't eat a lot of pancakes. Really? Especially breakfast food. It's my worst. It, it is wow. my kryptonite as far as being I able to eat a lot. Pancakes. I could tell. Oh, I could eat a lot. It is.
1: The uh, ones that'll slow you down, though, those uh, Cracker Barrel ones, those will get you.
2: Cracker Barrel's so good. Oh, you! if we do a chicken and dumplings contest, I got to wow. put myself at chicken the top.
4: You eat chicken and dumplings? Yeah.
2: Well, I haven't I, had that since of course. I was little. Yeah, From he Catubba did say County. that very judgmental. Yeah, what the?
4: <laughs> I, I don't From historic Lancaster, you got to get some stuff, peanuts to watch good.
1: baseball. My mom used to make that though, but I, I, it was good, but I'm not a huge fan of huge chicken, and chicken and dumplings. Huge chicken and dumplings fan.
2: Big times. Plus, the chicken fried chicken at Cracker Barrel. Oh, God, oh yes, yes, sir. sir. Air high five, baby. <sighs> Matt in Greensboro said, if there's a Highway 55 restaurant near y'all. They have a burger challenge, and he yeah. thinks it's six patties plus fries. Mm-hmm. I've seen people do it. I've never heard of it. So
1: you've seen it in person? Mm-hmm. People do it. Me so and it. Bryce went to his place too, not too long. Ago. Oh, Ace, uh, Ace number three has a challenge. Okay, what is yeah. their challenge? Do you have any it's clues? A like big burger, massively big burger. Big burger. Uh, I'll look it up while you talk.
2: Um, now the pizza challenge. I think i did. How did? How good do y'all feel about pizza challenge? Oh yeah. You kill it. I, I could I,
4: eat a whole pizza like with ease.
2: That, yeah, I, I, I need to stop myself from eating a whole pizza.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, like if flounder has brought in, like some, a, some of the pizzas we've eaten. Uh huh. Um, I could eat a whole large, extra large New York pie.
2: All of that. That that was the, the that was the douchiest we all sounded by the way. Nah, oh, extra large New York. I could eat
1: a whole pizza. Yeah, that, but that does need classification because what Fitty just said as far as a, a extra large New York pie, that's a big undertaking. They all taste the same, though, right? They do. <laughs> <Yeah>, they <this laughs> mad. <laughs> don't, man. I'm yeah, fired yeah. up again. That's as bad as Fitty's been. No,
2: see, 336, this is the craziest one. Nobody can do it. Try the Benny Pinellos pizza challenge. You cannot eat a whole pizza from that place. There's just no way. There isn't. I think, is I think the, so. There's one in Noda, and it's right next to Heist Brewery. And so it is monstrous. Like, I remember having to go with one of my friends who just had like a Honda Accord. We had to put the pizza in the trunk. Couldn't fit it in the back seat. Couldn't fit it in the front seat. You had to put the whole pizza in the trunk just to bring it back to the crib. It's like a four-by-four four box. You can't do it one. Like I think it's got to be a, a two-person challenge. But, yeah, this one's tough. Casey Steve said, yep, this segment brought to you by Fella Health. Visit
4: FellaHealth.com. <laughs> F-E-L-L-A. R-I-P.
2: FellaHealth.com. All right, let's go to what happened on this day in sports history. Fitty, what you got for
4: us? All right, guys. We go... Back to the Masters, as on this day in 1958, the 22nd Masters Tournament, Arnold Palmer won his first of four Masters titles, uh, one stroke ahead of Doug Ford and Fred Hawkins. Those just sound like pro golfers yes. in the 50s. Very
2: <laughs> duck. Very <laughs> uh, First place. That's not the only duck, by the way, in golf. Angel Cabrera, El Pato, the duck. Excellent nickname. Mm.
4: And then lastly, on this day in 2009, the best player in the history of the ACC, Tyler Hansbrough, Ty Lawson, led North Carolina to the national championship, of ending Michigan State's quote-unquote inspirational run with an 89-72 route in their backyard.
2: We did talk about this, though, during one of the prep days that we had in the Fishbowl, and even you, the ABC or anybody but Carolina that is Wes Bryant, even you were giving this team their flowers by saying it's one of the best teams we've ever seen.
1: I think that's a little rich. Because we I, were talking about we were talking runs. about them now going he's up walk against it back. no 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 we were talking about them going up against uh, what was the other great team? Well, it was 06 07 Florida. Yeah, that what it been was. An awesome. And matchup. I said that would have been a great matchup. So well, I guess in theory, I said they were one of the best. But teams. But the list up. was best
2: teams <laughs> that we have seen <laughs> in however long. Yeah, I don't and, know that
1: those exact words those, came out of my mouth. Those were not your exact words. Yeah, I will yeah, try to make sure I yeah. record. You, you so got Fitty esque right there. But am I wrong? You can tell me. No, it's one of the best teams. No doubt about it. the only hate. Teams that are great. You don't hate trash teams. That team Well you can, but
2: is is that the best? I mean, you still have Michael Jordan, Sam Perkins, James Worthy. <laughs> oh, they yeah. got it done. So it's it's tough to beat some of the legends, but that 0-9 team was still crazy good.
4: It's the best team I've ever seen play college basketball. Who Florida's there. 0607 repeat champions. Yeah, that,
1: they don't get the credit they deserve, in my opinion. They're so good. But the starting lineup I mean, for so North good. Carolina was better because you had Lee Humphrey and Torian Green on that yeah. Florida team. But it's, you had the great like those guys were like great
4: college play. And they, they all fit good. together
1: so well.
2: But and, and Joe Noah, Corey Brewer, Al
4: Horford. There's a monster trio. Dude, I Corey mean, Brewer's two sizes too big undershirt will never be excellent. forgotten. I would so right. have let so right same I would have
1: loved to have seen Hansborough go up against Joakim Noah, Al Horford, and, and yeah, that would have been great too. But Hansborough would have gotten his 20,
2: and yeah, he, would have, he gonna get his. That's the have thing grimaced. about. He grimaced. He would have hit ugly kind of like hook
1: push shots over his yeah. left shoulder, gone been, to the foul line. He'd have got one of them in foul trouble and they'd have been frustrated <laughs> yeah. as to how it happened. And and 100%. You know how
2: Hansborough gave it up. That's exactly what happened. 0-1 oh, Duke, just because Smoke is in the studio, 0-1 oh, Duke was very good as well. Yeah. Winning that yeah, championship. Oh, Brandon and the crew. Oh no, what? that, was, uh, oh, that, that was, was Shane Battier, Dunleavy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah Jay Williams, yeah. all those guys as Oh well. yeah. Alright. That'll do it for Weston Walker. Lots of food, lots of college basketball nostalgia to take us out here. Stay tuned for the Kyle Daily Show, listening to Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.